You're listening to the Social Media Manager Snacks Podcast with Meredith Davis of Camellia Social Co. We're diving into all things social media management, tips, tricks, how to land clients, best practices, and insider industry secrets. Follow along on your social media manager journey, whether you're just starting out in the industry or are a seasoned pro. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into today's episode. Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome to episode two of the Social Media Manager Snacks podcast. My name is Meredith of Camellia Social Co. And today we are talking to Elena Sledge of Awaken Therapy Co. She is a mental health counselor living in Orlando, Florida. And she also happens to be my best friend. I knew that she would be perfect for this episode because A, she's one of the most incredible intuitive people I've ever met. And when you hear her speak, you're gonna understand what I mean. And B, she's watched me on my social media management journey, right? Like she's seen every iteration of this career that I've gone through and the struggles that have come along with that and the things that I deal with and still deal with. And so she has a lot of insight about mental health for social media managers. And she's really into social media herself. Her Instagram's pretty poppin', if I do say so. Go follow her. She's at Awaken Therapy Co. And so I just knew she would be perfect to talk about this. Before we dive into her three tips for social media managers to maintain and take care of their mental health, I just wanted to get vulnerable for a second and share how incredibly important this is. If you didn't know, I do still work full-time in social media as a social media manager, in addition to being a business coach for social media managers. So I'm still on the, I hate this term, but the front lines, if you will, of social media management. And 2020, do I even need to say this? Like, y'all know, like 2020 has been a complete and utter shit show. I'll just say it. Like, it has been a shit show. And it has been the most difficult year of my career in terms of like what I have had to deal with at work on a day-to-day basis, right? If you live in the United States, if you live anywhere in the world, you know the turmoil that we have all faced this year when it comes to the pandemic, politics, civil unrest, um, the economy, and I'll just say that social media obviously is the very first place that people go to share their discontent. And I've seen and heard and been witness to a lot of things on social media that this year specifically that I wish I hadn't seen. Um, Back in May and early June, um, I spent a lot of days crying. I really had a tough time managing um, the things that people were saying on the brand accounts that I manage, the abundance of requests that were coming in from all sides, not to mention the imagery and just the vitriol that was on social media at that time. And that's still here, honestly. It's been a rough year in that regard. And I salute social media managers everywhere for hanging in, hanging in there this year. And more than anything, this year has taught me to separate myself from that part of my job in many ways and not to take things personally. 
So I just want to say that if you've worked in social media and you spent a lot of time crying on your couch by yourself this year, like I did, welcome to the club. Um, it's not a great club. I'm not happy it's a club. It shouldn't be a club. But this is why I will always advocate for respect and benefits and higher pay and industry recognition for social media managers because I have dealt with what we have to deal with firsthand and I know how hard we work and I know how hard it is to be on all the time. So all that being said, enjoy today's episode. I'm going to turn it over to Elena and her tips for social media managers. I hope you find this helpful. Hi, social media managers. My name is Elena Sledge, and I currently work and live in Orlando, Florida. I really love helping young adults and young professionals find their way through job, career, relationship, all of it. And I'm really excited to give you a couple of quick mental health tips today that hopefully will really help you in your own journey of being a social media manager. So here's my first tip. Try not to over-identify with your job. I tell people this all the time. Your job is not who you are, it's what you do. And it's just one piece of your life and of your experience as a human being. And you may love your job. You may be super excited about it. It may be the best fit for you. But it's still important to recognize it as separate from your identity. When we over-identify with our work, it becomes directly connected to our sense of worth. So say something isn't going that well with your work. Maybe your side hustle isn't growing as quickly as you would like. Maybe a client is unhappy about something. Maybe your boss is not quite satisfied with a campaign that you came up with. Whatever it may be. If we have our work wrapped up in our identity, then when those things happen, we feel there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. I shouldn't be doing this. We say those messages like, I don't have the talent. I don't have the skill. You know, I'm a failure. And the reality is that's not true at all. But because we have connected our performance at work or our perceived performance at work to who we are, it's so easy for those messages to come up and it can cause anxiety, stress. It can even tie into more serious issues the longer it goes on. So just remember that your job is great. It's what you love, but it's not everything. You have worth because you're a person and because you're here on this earth. You can also get really specific with your schedule. You can say, these are the times that I'm going to check my own social media, that I'm going to be on my screen. These are the times that I'm going to do it for my work, for my clients. And just remember that you're not obligated to keep up with your own social media. If you're tired of it, if you just don't even want to look at Instagram more than you have to, then absolutely step away from your own accounts. There's also not an obligation for you to constantly keep up your personal social media presence. If you're feeling like you want a way to unwind and decompress 
after work. There's so many other things you can do that don't involve turning to a screen. There are books, there are podcasts, there are audio books. Um, I know with the pandemic, maybe you can't meet up with your friends, but you could give somebody a call. Um, There are so many other ways to decompress that don't involve just aimlessly scrolling because I think that's a trap that a lot of us fall into. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I'm just going to open Instagram, open TikTok, and just kind of blow through everything I'm seeing as a way to kind of uh, escape the day a little bit. It's also important to limit screen time because it takes us out of ourselves. We are distracted. You're not able to fully live in the moment if you're constantly consuming information, videos, um, you know, funny memes, whatever it may be. Be intentional about having that time, such as meditation. Um, you know, some people pray. Um, yoga, so that you are connecting with yourself. And distraction is not necessarily a bad way to cope with something. It's very normal. Like, I had a bad day. You know, I'm just going to watch a little bit of Netflix to get my mind off of it. But you don't want to spend so much time on screens that you are just completely disconnected from yourself, from your emotions, and from your needs. So my first two tips focus a bit more on you. What can you do internally to set yourself up for success and to support your mental health in your job. This third tip I would say is maybe the scariest for people, but I think it's so important. Don't be afraid to set boundaries with your clients. So I am a therapist and I also feel your struggle on this because you want to do the best you can for your clients. You don't want to upset people, but I think in caring for people and in providing good work, setting boundaries is so necessary. And some clients will make that really, really hard. Some people are difficult. Some people can even be manipulative. And sometimes when you set those boundaries with a client, you lose that client. If that does happen, you need to recognize, I did everything I could. I did everything I could. I told them what I believe and what I know as an expert, as a social media manager. And it didn't work out. And that's really hard, but I had to do it because although you are in service to others, although you have these clients that are paying you, you still have to protect yourself. And sometimes that means setting a boundary that they may not like. So what can you do to help yourself set and keep boundaries with clients? First, I would say be super clear with each potential new client from the beginning communicate your boundaries and your work from the first interaction and keep communicating that up until signing the contract and even after signing the contract keep communicating those boundaries as necessary so that you know you have done your due diligence and it is not on you if they come back and question that boundary and if they come back upset or confused about something you can say i have said this from the very beginning it is in the contract there is no question that this is a limitation of mine and my work and get really really honest with yourself about what those boundaries need to be 
recognize your worth. How much should I be charging? I want to charge what's fair, but I also don't want to resent my clients because I feel like I'm not being adequately compensated for my time and effort. Think about how much time different accounts might need. Um, You don't want to be spending eight hours a day on one client every day a week. It's not good for you. It's not realistic. It's not fair. (laughs) So really, really, really think about it for yourself so that you know for sure, okay, this is what's going to work for me. This isn't what's going to work for me. And there may be some potential new clients that you talk to and they're not happy with that. They think you charge too much or they think that you wouldn't be spending enough time on their account every week. And it's really tempting to let your boundaries loosen because you don't want to lose that person as a client. Maybe it's an account you're really interested in or a relationship that you think could really take you places. But if you loosen your boundaries in order to get that client that can lead to stress and resentment for you down the road and that can absolutely affect your mental health and affect your work overall so please don't do it those are my three tips y'all i really hope that they were helpful and that they've given you some things to think about i want to see all of you thrive and be successful not only in your lives but in your work as social media managers in order to be successful in our life and in our work we can't ignore our mental health i think these tips are three great places to start I'd love to chat with you more, answer any questions that you have. You can follow me at Awaken Therapy Co. over on Instagram. I hope you'll have the best week. Thanks for having me. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Social Media Manager Snacks podcast. Thank you so much to Elena for being on the show. Again, you can find her at at Awaken Therapy Co. on Instagram. And yeah, social media managers, you deserve to put your phone in do not disturb mode sometimes too. So carve out some time for yourself this week, this weekend, and I will see you guys next week with another episode. Thanks again for tuning in.